0: It's View from the West podcast, Instant Reacts for week number nine. Before I jump in with the WQAD crew, I had to get Mitch Stormer on the phone. Mitch, week nine, the season is over. The regular season is over. But man, did we go out with a bang. You've been on Twitter all night. You've been watching the live streams. I was at A-Town and United United that's one of the games we're going to talk about. They knock off previously undefeated A Town. But Mitch, so many other games to talk about. I'll let you take over here. Give me some of the scores, give me some of the stuff you saw because I've been, you know, seeing bits and pieces, but you've been all over it.
1: Yeah, this was this was a crazy week. Um and, and you know, we're not we're not uh immune to seeing upsets in week 9 and seeing crazy stuff happening cuz it's just that time of year, but this <laughs> This was no exception. Um, Greg, let's start in the, in the Lincoln Trail, okay? Um, you had a red-hot United team coming in against undefeated and at least the, uh, the co-champs, A-Town. Keep in mind, United started the season at 1-3, and three, and A-Town was undefeated, coming off a big win against Knoxville last week. United rolls in this one. Forty to twenty-six. Forty to twenty-six. They they win their fifth straight game. They earn an automatic bid into the playoffs. Uh, and, and now, with the loss, A Town and Knoxville will share that conference crown um, because A Town holds the the head-to-head tiebreaker. They still get the automatic bid in the eyes of the IHSA. Um, but they now will share that conference title with Knoxville. So what a huge win for coach David Milroy in the red storm.
0: So Mitch, this was the game I was at. Uh, this is my second game of the night and I got there at halftime and United was up 20 to six and they really had control of that one. Um, second half, man, a town storm right back. They scored twice and they tied it up at 2020 And, you know, I give credit to United because they didn't flinch against an undefeated team and they marched right back downfield and they scored and it would go back and forth. But that was the closest it would get as a tie game. A-Town never took the lead after that. And, um, you know, United came away with, like you said, the big win. Yeah, huge credit to A-Town or to um, to United. And, you know, huge credit to A-Town for a great season. You know, they have everything to look forward to in the playoffs. But, man, United is on fire right now.
1: Yeah, uh, and how about this? How about we stay in the Lincoln Trail? This was a team that you were big on when they were. I don't know if it was when they were one and three or when they were two and three, but another team started one and three, wins their fifth straight and gets an automatic bid. That's Mercer County. They get the big win over Anneawan Weathersfield, thirty-six to eighteen. So uh, again, they in dire. Uh, outlook for them. They come off that week two game they had to cancel against Knoxville. Um, and then they, they lose in, in uh, one of the next two weeks. So they start off one and three. Maybe you maybe you had that magic there. They end up six and three on the year. They will get that bid. Um, and, and now it looks like the Lincoln Trail is going to have four teams coming out of there to get a playoff spot tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, it's it just what looking back on it, their schedule was so front-loaded. And I thought, man, if they can play, what their talent is, they can perform. I think they have a real shot to do damage, and they and they proved me right. I, I guess yeah. that's the best way. I'm glad they did because they they're a talented football team, and they're they're playing really good football heading into the playoffs.
1: And I, I think I just said four. I, I don't know because we're not editing these shows. Um, <laughs> they are going to get six teams in, I think, because. Uh, You'll you'll have a town Knoxville and Mercer County and United with six wins automatically so it's four autos and one Wethersfield at five and four should still get in Uh, and and staying in here for another point Princeville gets the win tonight Princeville gets a 29 to seven win over Stark County so they get their fifth win I do think they'll have playoff points to get in Uh, I hope they do because another team that kind of was on the outside looking in. Uh, And they, they came back. So, so principal gets the win tonight. And so that is going to be at least eligible six teams out of the LTC. I, I don't know if we saw that coming. Yeah.
0: Huge credit to Lincoln trail conference. They, you know, they're getting teams with some solid victories behind them. And I think it all, you know, when you start seeing Knoxville and a town as good as they were all year, but then you have Mercer County and United right on their heels and and um and an Anawan team like yeah like we've talked about them there some talent here and credit to princeville for finding a way to get it done and get to that fifth win too
1: yep and, and greg i don't know what our what our all time most uh, interaction is on a tweet but uh, the the united storm have some fans out tonight we we are we are really active on twitter with that one so they're loving it friends of the show there with the red storm well deserved there uh, let's go Let's go to the track, Greg, because a game that I didn't see coming um, at all and really one that puts, I I tweeted out, that really puts the two-way playoff picture a little bit cloudier because now it seems like there's a new contender knocking on the door, and that's Newman. They beat Kiwani, previously unbeaten Kiwani, the leaders of the East Division. They beat them 20-7 to tonight. Uh Kiwani held the lead for the longest time. Newman finally came back after a long drive in the fourth quarter. Get this, Greg. Under two minutes left. Kiwani tries a fake field goal and Newman stopped it to steal the win.
0: Wow. What wow, just wow. I think you know, we've talked about Kiwani kind of, you know, having to battle through and get some guts. To be big. Finally being the team to get the job, Donnie team. And man, I tell you what, Newman, look out, Mitch. They're getting hot at the right time. If they're healthy and they got things firing, like, hey, I don't think I need to tell you that Newman can be dangerous in the playoffs. Do I need yeah. to tell you that? I think we know that.
1: No, and it's a team that we talked about that, you know, they weren't healthy. They were losing, you know, they lost Marcus Williams for a couple of games. There. They were sitting at three and three. And we really didn't know because uh, they had big games against Mendota, against Kiwani. I don't remember who they played in week seven. Um, but yeah, credit to them because they are playing Newman football when they need it the most looks like quarterback Cody Donna had a big night. He had the, uh, the game winning touchdown pass to Owen McBride. That was with about six and a half left in the fourth. So, uh, yeah. So Newman shakes up that division. That means that Kiwani and Princeton now share the, the track East crown. Princeton was a big winner tonight. It was, uh, 55 to 18, I believe Princeton got that one. Sorry. 55 to 14 over Monmouth Roseville. Um, so again, kind of like in the LTC, uh, Kiwani will hold the head-to-head tiebreaker. So they, in the eyes of the IHSA, they do get that automatic bid, the same way that A-Town does. Uh, but uh, for for general purposes, they do share that crown now. Other scores in the conference: Bureau Valley gets their third win of the year, thirty-four to seven. Good win over Hall. Rock Ridge, a big. Let me give you some numbers here in a second. Rock Ridge defeats Orion forty-nine to twenty-eight. Uh, that means Rock Ridge should be playing for a or should be uh, secured a playoff spot tomorrow night. Uh, Orient, unfortunately, will not. And Erie Providence closes out the, their season with a 25 to, or sorry, the regular season, closes out the regular season with a 25 to six win over Morrison. They, of course, were already the West champs and they lock it down with that win tonight. Let me get you back over to that Rock Ridge game here because I I retweeted some stats from them. Let me give you this. Braden Deem, Yeah. Mitch, you're kind of, you're kind of turning into the Brian stocking here of the
0: instant reacts. You got the scores, you got the stats.
1: I know I haven't, I haven't hurt myself yet. So I'll save you the, I'll save you the stories. (laughs) Uh, Let me give you, let me give you this from rock Ridge from Braden Deem, a name that you and I have talked about, you know, this season, a lot, even going back to the spring Braden Deem was eight of 15 passing for 135 yards and a touchdown. He added 136 yards and five touchdowns on the ground six total touchdowns, over 270 total yards of offense. Uh, Wasn't just him because you know who they've got. They've got Peyton Locke. He's a junior. He's coming back next year even. He had 215 yards and a touchdown. Nate Henry had four receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. Alex uh, Zarlatanis, I'm sorry, chipped in just under 100 yards. So uh, this Rock Ridge team, again, a a team that you might not want to play in playoffs. When they're really clicking, they are really tough to beat.
0: Mitch, I heard it. Uh, I heard Jeff Henry, uh, the head coach of Rock Ridge, being interviewed on WRMJ on my way back from uh, from my games that I covered tonight. And you know, he said, you know, they feel like the way they're playing right now, that you know, they they know they're going to get a nine and and0 team in the playoffs coming in at five and four most mm-hmm. likely, and mm-hmm. they know that you know it's easy to write them off as the as the five and four underdog. But man, the way they played against. Kiwani, a 4-A team that was undefeated at the time. And the way that they played tonight, man, that's a scary five and four team. It really is because of the the athletic talent they have at their skill positions. It makes them dangerous. And they're they're clicking right now.
1: Yeah, and, and even, even despite that loss uh, to Kiwani last week, they played really well. So yeah, Rock is certainly a team I, I would not want to see either, and really looking forward to seeing who they get paired up with. Uh, moving to the Western Big Six, this one was pretty much locked up. We knew that Moline beat Sterling last weekend, so they were unofficially the champions of the conference. They are now officially the champions of the Western Big Six. They win 28 to 13 over Geneseo. That was that was a weird game. There was a lot of interceptions in this game, uh, unchar- uncharacteristic from Moline. Um, but but again, that defense came through. Um, I think that one time they both traded pick sixes. So uh, but Moline gets the win. Most importantly, they are the official champs. Sterling bounces back they were them and UT were going back and forth for a little while Sterling wins 38 to 27 uh, Rock Island I'll see if I can get a, a score for you here uh, while we're on the phone. Uh, they are up 42 to 18 over Quincy so Rock Island really looking good. Um, what else do we have here Galesburg ended up winning 63 to nothing over Allman. Wow uh, and so that wraps up the Western big six so again Moline does get the win. They will be the, the 2021 conference champions. And the Western Big Six will now have Moline, Sterling, Rock Island. And if they if, they, if some classes have four and five teams, a Quincy or a UT would be there. Uh, Galesburg also got the big win tonight. So, uh, you know, they finish up with four wins. So take that, Steve Susie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so that'll that's another another conference that at least has three, and we'll wait to see tomorrow night what they've what they're gonna uh, if any of the four and five teams are gonna make in because that seems to be a pretty pretty big point of contention amongst the the powers that be, and they think that that will happen. I just don't know what classes that really what really uh, where that'll be affected.
0: Yeah yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what four and five teams get in this year just because of the numbers game. You know the way things shake out, there's gonna be more and more teams making the playoffs at five and four. And then that trickles down to four and five. So it'll, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how things shake up. Um, you know, Saturday night when the playoffs are announced, Mitch, we've talked this long and I feel like you buried the lead. Come on, man. We got, we talked every conference. We talked the big schools. Let's go to the small school powerhouse conference, the NUIC. Tell me what's going on
1: i don't know I, I i need to know i need i need to know what happened here um this one start, start off here this this conference was wrapped up uh last week uh or, or two weeks ago or i should say in week seven unofficially but dupec does get the win uh this week so they they won 22 to nothing over over stockton so they are your, your 2021 nuic champions first and foremost uh, but yeah, what, what you're referring to was a big matchup between two traditional 1A powerhouses. That was Lena, who came in at 7-1, and one, and Forreston, who came in at 6-2. and two. Lena was winning most of this game. And I think I, I might even played spoiler on this, because I think I tweeted that uh, Lena Winslow, it was at the end of the third quarter, and Lena was winning. And I said, oh, it's, it's leaning, towards, uh, leaning towards Lena here. And I, I said, I wouldn't mind seeing these two play again in the postseason, Cause that could happen. Little did I know. And I really want to find out what happened. Forreston comes up with the upset, a 22 to 20 win, uh, over the Panthers. Um, again, a, a game that, you know, could have been a toss up, but I don't think I saw that coming. Um, but what a win for the Cardinals, a great, a great win. And so they and Lena both finish, um, at six and two in the conference and seven and two overall. And we'll wait to see how that affects the 1A, the 1A seedings.
0: I think, I mean, Forreston getting the win over Lena Winslow, I think that just solidifies how good the Northwest of State Illini is. There, there are I are think four, that a win four for Forreston.
1: Yeah. Four teams with at least seven wins in that conference. Yeah. I mean, you think, uh,
0: If Forreston Forreston knocks off Lena Winslow, that makes the wins that Dupec has even better. That makes a Fulton win over Forreston look even better. It just, I mean, we know how good Lena Winslow is. It just, I think it boosts this whole conference up. I mean, crazy, crazy outcome. This was the one that, yeah, I sent the, like, head exploding emoji because I just, you know, no offense to Forreston. I think they're a great team, but I, you know, I expected this to be a good game, but I, I just, I don't, I did not see this coming. You know, I think for, for being honest, I, I think Lee, I think that I, you know, I thought Lena Winslow is going to come away with this win. Huge credit to Forreston. This, this is a, you know, a statewide take notice
1: type of win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the conference and in one, a Fulton gets the win 41, nothing over Dakota and Galena gets their fifth win. They, they beat East Dubuque 49 to 14. Uh, so again, looking back at the NUIC, you'll have, you'll have Dupac, Lena, Forrest and Fulton, and probably Galena at five and four will get in. So five teams from the NUIC there. Um, and again, we've said it, Kyle has said it with NUIC football, historically, traditionally, recently, the state title has gone through the NUIC, whether that means that someone has to beat them to win it, or they're just going to win it. Um, and I, I don't see any reason why that's not again, the case this year. Um, and, and really just looking at one a in general, Atown was the only undefeated team and they are no longer that way. So that'll shake that up a little bit. Um, so really looking forward to what tomorrow night's going to bring in terms of those pairings.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of the NUIC and tomorrow night, Mitch, I'm headed to the heart of NUIC country. Yep. I'm meeting up with, Kyle from NUICfootball.com. I'm joining his live playoff pairing show. So we'll be breaking down the brackets as they're announced. Uh, Eight man football, 1A, 2A, 3A. We'll be talking about all of it. And man, I'm I'm really excited. I'm fired up. You Are you going to be watching along uh, yeah. you know, the pairing show and on uh, NUICfootball.com on YouTube?
1: Yeah, we'll be all over it. We got, we got Notre Dame, USC, and we got IHSA playoff pairing. So it's really going to be a good night. Um, let me, let me leave you with this, Greg, before you get to the, the instant react show with the score, with the score squad. Cause I want to beat Brian stocking to it. Okay. Is, yes. This, yes. This is, this is courtesy of Terry Duckett from the dispatch friend of the show. All right. With, with Newman beating Kiwani, the Boilermakers take their first loss of the year and the Comets deny Kiwani its first unbeaten season since 1946 and its first undefeated and untied, untied campaign since
0: 1934. Wow. Wow. Good, good nugget of gold there from Terry Duckett and Mitch Stormer. Great stuff.
1: I take oh. no credit on that. I'm just reading <laughs> So, so yeah, there, right, there you have it. it. It all kind of came to a head in like a, a 15, 20. It, it was probably actually like an hour. It just, it just seemed like it, it, everything was hitting bang, bang, bang. Uh, but, but what a week to cap, to cap off a, a really, really fun season.
0: Yeah, Mitch, I, thank you so much for being all over Twitter. I was trying to follow along as I was running back and forth on the sidelines. But unbelievable night of high school football really leads us into what should be a very exciting playoff season. Mitch, you'll be back with me on Monday night, and we'll get a podcast recorded talking a little bit more about week nine and then really diving into the playoffs. And that'll come out, uh, late Monday night or Tuesday morning. And, uh, you know, we'll get that ready to go, but for right now, thank you so much for joining me on the first half of the instant reacts coming up next. We'll talk to the, uh, you know, the score squad as you called it. I like that. So they'll, they'll join me for the second half here, but Mitch, take a breath, you know, take a breather, enjoy, uh, enjoy a little bit of peace and quiet here.
1: Yeah, about, about less than 24 hours before it all starts back up again. So uh, time to regroup and get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Mitch, we'll talk to you later. All right, we'll see you. Welcome into the second half
0: of The View from the West. Instant reacts for week nine. Now, Stock, yes. Mitch Stormer, he jumped right in. He had he had final scores for me. So we've ran through all the final scores. We know them. But you got to step your game up here. I need some numbers. you got to give me some hard and fast. Give me some good stats.
2: We will. I, 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 I think we'll do all right. All right. All right. Stock. Even though you ditched me for the first half. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of hurt. Well, But Mitch hasn't. I, I,
0: I'm, Mitch, I'm, I'm for good. several weeks, here's the instant reacts. And he's sitting at home wanting to jump in. Tonight he had to. Tonight was wild. Week 9 craziness. Week
3: 9 chaos. Wildness. Matt Randazzo, week nine chaos. You just rolled over to me. I love it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was great. Um, some teams really impressive going into the postseason. Um, thing that pops out the most to me is United. We got to talk to Coach Milroy on the score, tracked him down. Five straight victories. They got their quarterback back that they didn't have, I believe, quarterback. Aiden Parkins back. He
0: looked great. And uh, Cormac Flynn has been there all year. It looks good. Yeah, they played really well. And you were down there. I was there, yeah. You know
3: more than I do, but that one really, really impressed me. And the LTC will stay there because Mercer County has been playing really, really good. And quietly, they're 6-3, and three, winners of 6 straight, and really impressed with what they're doing. I think the big stage of things, when you look at the big picture, there was some perfect seasons out there tonight that didn't happen. And Kewanee, um struggled last Saturday against Rockridge. And they fell today to Newman. So I think they're still a really good football team. It just shows how hard it is to go undefeated. A-Town had a chance to go undefeated. It's so hard to, to mentally and physically show up for nine straight weeks and get victories in this area with all the good football teams and the schedules they have. So, um, But, yeah, it's crazy. And now we start looking ahead to what Saturday night unfolds with us and, and, and the playoffs moving forward.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing with a oh, I
3: wasn't going to you yet. Hold on. Celia I love that that.
0: (laughs) Hold on a second stock Celia you were covering Kiwani Newman tonight You've covered Newman throughout the season I feel like Newman's getting healthy at the right time Mm -hmm. And this is a a, Newman is a dangerous football team To be playing well heading into the playoffs They have the track record If you're other teams around the state You gotta look and think Newman's back They're playing well
4: they Uh-oh. literally have the track record.
0: That's right. Uh-huh. They, they have the, I get it. Okay. Uh-huh. Get it. So you were there tonight.
5: Yeah. So when I came into it, I really wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know really who was going to strike first. But um, Kiwani kicked off um, and immediately Newman returned the kickoff for 78 yards and they were down at the 15 and immediately marched down the field and scored right there. And I overheard one of the coaches on the Newman staff saying, we needed to do that. They needed to set the tone in that game. They needed to come out and immediately make a statement. It ended up working out for them in the end—a close win, um, but a win no less. And uh, I'm impressed. You know, they seem to do this in the postseason. They fire up right when they need to.
0: Yeah, they're playing well right now, and I and I agree. I think that Kiwani has had some scares over the last few weeks, and this was finally the the team. Newman was finally the team to kind of. Push past and, and get the victory. Rockridge came close. A couple other teams came close. Rock or Newman's able to get it done. They're, they head into the playoffs with a ton of momentum. Kiwani has everything still left in front of them. Such a good football team. Cuff, you are a Moliner. You're from Moline,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and they. <laughs> I see what you did there? Yes, I. <laughs>
0: and they are outright Western Big Six champions. So as your you know, as your alumni hat, congratulations, as your reporter hat, what do you see in Moline moving forward here? Let's talk, let's talk Western Big Six champs, but also moving into the playoffs.
4: Um, I like what they've done defensively. Obviously, they, they've played really well the past six weeks defensively. I think they've only given up 20 points, if, I, if I'm not mistaken on that one. Uh, we'll confer
0: with stocking in a minute.
4: In, in a minute. Um, one thing I, I would like to see more out of them is a little bit more passing believe it or not Um, if you're gonna play in class 7a you're gonna have to be able to move the ball through the air a little bit they have a really good ground game their linemen are pretty big Um, I know Matthew Bailey didn't play tonight Uh, bum shoulder but they didn't need him tonight Um, but yeah I would like to see them get a little bit more diverse offensively and, and throw the ball a little bit more Do you think that a part of it, me and Mitch talked about this
0: earlier in the year, because we'd see some of the stat lines from Ponder, and it was like, yeah, he's not quite throwing the way that the Western Big 12 looked last year, you know?
3: there it is. Wow, one last hammer.
0: But, (laughs) hammer. But, But what I'm saying is, maybe they didn't need to. They were getting wins defensively, and they had leads where they didn't need to throw the ball all over the place. Maybe that's a part of it, but I agree. I think that there's potential there. They can certainly throw the ball. I think they'll need to do that. But also, like you said, defensively, man, defense is, defense shows up in the playoffs. If you play strong defensively, you're going to be in playoff games. That is very important.
4: So, yeah, I like, I like that. The other thing with them is they're going to see a lot of teams that they haven't seen, I guess, offensively, offensive schemes thrown at them now in the playoffs. A lot of those teams from Chicago are pretty diverse. Not that the big six isn't, but these teams are going to match up athletically, size-wise, height-wise, everything else. So, it, it, I mean, they can get a couple wins in the playoffs, but it's going to be tough. All right, Stock, I'm not
0: going to shun you the whole episode. Give me, right off the bat, nope, nope, give me your best stat. What do you got? Your best stat from tonight.
2: Tegan Davis had six touchdowns, three rushing, three passing. In, 20, in the last 29 games, Princeton has scored... Forty or plus more, forty or plus points, twenty-one times, and just came back to A-town. A-town was playing at a disadvantage tonight because their head coach had been ejected in the game against Knoxville, and he had to sit out. Um, he got an unsportsmanlike conduct call in the second quarter, and then in the second half, I believe it was the four, early in the fourth quarter, according to what uh, reports said, there was a horse collar. He reacted. He said. He said. According to what he said. He didn't say anything bad, but the referee thought he did and threw the flag, and that was it for him that game. And by uh, state rule, he has to set out the next game as well. So, yeah,
0: he did, yeah. Rick... Not,
2: I'm not taking any credit away from United. United's on their longest win streak, five wins since 2009. The That's Red the Storm, goal. That's good the stat. The Storm are going to be a tough out in the playoffs.
0: Um, yeah. The so, United is on their longest winning streak since 2009. Since 2009. Great Where stat. That at?
2: I had Keegan Davis. Keegan in Winston.
3: You read a box score.
2: I did not read the box score. You can't find a box score of 21 times in the last 29 games scoring 40 points or more. And they're 26 and 3 in those last okay. 29 games. That's,
3: that's, real, that's good. I'm just saying the Keegan Davis stuff. Why wow, he's so angry. He's I'm, fired up. We're fired up tonight. I'm just saying that huh? last one was really good. Really. That's really good. Yeah, God, it, does show, it does show. It
0: does show. It does show what Coach Milroy and United is putting together here. Because that program, that's a proud program that won a state championship in their first year as a school, but you know, past that, they were a playoff contender, but then they really fell on hard times. So for them to get back and get a signature win Almost, two signature wins. Go back to last week with the Rushville Industry. This is great for David Milroy and that program. You hope that they can keep that momentum building into the playoffs and into next year. Because you know, from year to year, you you gotta hope you can keep building that. Because that, do, do, what,
3: do they get a home? They don't get a home playoff game.
2: They'll be six and three, so that's close. It might be. It depends on what. What I think they'll be in one A. Yeah, most likely. So it depends. I don't know if the, you know, 1A is going to be tough. I mean, you got all those uh, Northwest upstate Alignite teams that are really good. Fulton, Lee Wynn, who lost tonight to Forreston, you know, uh, DuPac, who uh, won tonight over DuPac
0: will be a 3A team, but they're in the NUIC. Yeah.
2: But, you know, you look at some of those teams, Fulton, they're going to be, it's going to be a tough road for United. But, you know, they're on a, on a hot streak, and that's what you want to go in the playoffs. Hot.
0: Speaking of 1A, crazy impressed with Forreston beating Lena Winslow. I mean, I, I think Forreston's played great this year, but to beat Lena Winslow, the at defending Lee Wynn. at Lee Wynn, the defending state champions, that is a huge victory. Mitch mentioned they were up early in that game. Lee Wynn was. Yeah, Lee Wynn was up early in that game, and Forreston came back. That, that conference is good year in and year out. But to see Fulton beat Forreston, and now Forreston beats Lee Wynn, it's just that is really crazy. It makes it for a very interesting dynamic in Class 1A. That really shakes things up because A-Town lost today, but Lee Wynn lost to go to two losses. So there's just a lot of moving and shaking in Class 1A. It's going to be really interesting for the brackets
4: tomorrow. One A is going to be a gauntlet in the north. I mean, whoever comes out of that will more likely be your state champion. The state, the semifinal game in One A on the north side may be your state championship game.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's always kind of the talk. Is if the north side is that strong and it's you know sixteen and sixteen on each side, Uh, my Marquette Crusaders are playing tomorrow against Fisher, so they have a chance to go to the bunnies. The bunnies, they are playing against the bunnies tomorrow. Worst mascot. No, it's the best. It's It's the the best. best. They they have the best.
5: best is the pretzels
0: yeah okay i'm i'm with you a little bit but if you see if you see the fisher bunny's helmet it's awesome is
5: it more like a hare? like is it like a aggressive bunny oh or... it's an
0: aggressive bunny well well i'll show that's, it to you i'll tweet it at you it's you'll no
5: see. roger rabbit is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> oh that is an angry bunny wow, wow there we go that's definitely yeah. oh my god the carrots on the helmet that's is that a carrot yeah oh my god that's abominable it's
0: great. It's amazing.
5: It's awesome. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, that's a hair for sure. That thing's angry. That's a I'm
0: glad, that's I'm a glad we've just legend. dissected they're a, what it is. You're a unique so legend. They, what I always heard was, it's better to be a bunny than get beat by a bunny.
2: <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> See? There you go. Did you
5: just come up
0: with that? No, I've heard that. Like I said, people, I've heard that from How other people. You, yeah. Yeah. Nick Bulls' yeah. favorite team. Bully's favorite oh. team. Get Nick Bull getting a shout-out. Rock Ridge gets the win tonight. They're,
4: play- they're now
0: playoff eligible. Yeah. They're yeah. now playoff eligible at 5-4. and four. And here's a team in Rock Ridge that 5-4, and four, they've had some highs, they've had some lows, but, man, there's so much athletic athleticism in their skill positions. And for as well as they played against Kiwani and come up short to get that win tonight, like we talked about it last week, like they got to be dangerous come playoff time
3: next week. They have, and you look at their losses besides Princeton, the one against Kewanee was 12 points, but they were leading with two minutes to go. Yep, and then um, Erie Profson was two points, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was a back and forth game. And I'm so miss, I'm missing another one as well that they lost. Oh, Monmouth Roseville was close till the very end. I mean, they ended up losing, I that think one 12 8.
4: And that, and that was in the rain.
3: Yeah. 18, yep. 1815. I think was the final that one. Okay. Yep. But again, I I'm I'm intrigued to see how good they do in the postseason. They have all the talent in the world, and they returned a lot of players that didn't get to play in that postseason last year, and they wanted that spring season, the postseason. So that's what makes tomorrow special. Is that we get to finally have a pairing show and a playoffs that we didn't get to have last year. So it'll be a ton. I'm just I'm still reeling after he screamed at me. Talking about Rockridge, just looking at Class uh, 2A,
4: they could end up meeting up against a Farmington who went undefeated or a Knoxville who has one loss, potentially has a first-round matchup for them.
0: Well, so I mentioned to Mitch in the first half of this episode, I heard Jeff Henry on WRMJ. Don't you feel like –
3: He was on the score, too.
0: Okay, awesome. But don't you feel like this Rockridge team, he says that they have every bit of the confidence going into the playoffs because – the way they've played the last few weeks, like, yeah, they're 5-4, and four, but they can hang with anybody
3: in 2A. They nearly beat an 8-1 Kiwani team that might end up in 4A. Exactly. I mean, that, I mean you went toe-to-toe with one of the best 3A slash 4A teams in the state and, and probably should have beat them. Um, you, you handled a an Orient team that's been really good and, and showed great signs. So, absolutely. And the skill positions and Brayden Dean played great and Peyton Locke's a fantastic player and that – Offensive line that maybe struggled early in the season because they were so young is getting better and better. They're not young anymore. They've had they've had nine games now, so um, really intrigued to see what Rockridge does. Go to somebody besides him.
2: Oh. <laughs> Plus, with Braden Deem's ability as an RPO quarterback, he had five rushing touchdowns tonight. You have he, he can mask maybe some deficiencies in the line with his with his great uh, playmaking ability. Also, Peyton Locke. You know, uh, Dazzo touched on Peyton Locke and uh, Henry. They are a g- very good um, offensive team, and if their defense can hold uh, like tonight, hold serve like they did tonight against Orion, they could uh, pull an upset or two. That, have you ever
5: watched that,
3: that defense record? held. That defense held Kiwani to 14 points until two, two minutes to go, and there were two touchdowns off of turnovers. That got the, I mean, that defense played really their good the last couple of weeks. Well. Absolutely. Yeah, their defense has played well. That, but
5: right. have you ever seen them play in person?
3: I
2: seen them on uh, YouTube. Okay. Well, all right. Just wanted, that, to,
5: just yeah. wanted to check. Okay. Just wanted to check.
2: Hey, we're not throwing shade here.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you kidding <laughs> me? We, we like, <laughs> yeah. we like shade. <laughs> we're not throwing shade. <laughs> <to> who? <laughs> oh, oh we're going way. off the rails here. Matt is wearing a shower cap right <laughs> yeah.
0: now. Yeah.
4: Are you, lunch lady?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dazzle, you got a hairnet on? Like, what's happening here? Cuff, what do you got?
2: He tomorrow cooks.
0: <laughs> um,
4: tomorrow, to me, is, like, nope. Christmas morning.
0: It's the it's most it's wonderful it's time year. of the year. It truly
4: really is. I mean, oh, to, I get, to get the playoff, parents... Um, Luckily, I get them a little bit early because the IHSA sends them to us uh-huh. and embargoes them, so we yeah. can't do anything with them. But yep. just to sit back and
3: bu- bu- can bu- forward them to
4: you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that on the air. There, it's,
0: yeah. you know, you can hey, get in listen. trouble for that.
4: Um, but it's it's always fun just to, to see these teams that excited to get their names called, and then kind of match up the the pairings after that to see like, okay, yeah, they're playing them. It's a six and three and a five and four. This, this could be a good matchup type of thing. And yeah, tomorrow night's just a, a fun night to get all the pairings.
0: I love ihsa pairing night i think they do a great job with it i am headed into the heart of the northwest upstate illini tomorrow night i'm joining and you well by tomorrow i mean when most people are listening to this it's today it's happening later tonight for listening on saturday saturday night seven o'clock live on youtube head to nuicfootball.com on youtube search for it there you'll find it We'll be live, breaking down the brackets as they come out. I'm really excited. Kyle Kampmeyer does a great job covering not just the NUIC, but small school football in this side of the state, but also the whole state. We'll do 8-man, 1A, 2A, 3A. We'll break it all down. Really excited. So, 7 o'clock, youtube.com slash NUIC football. Give us a watch. I would appreciate it. Stock, what do you got?
2: Um, From what Steve Soucy was saying, Kewanee and Princeton are on the bubble between 3A and 4A. Mm-hmm. So Kiwani and Princeton may be going up to 4A, even though all year they've been ranked in 3A. Also, according to what Steve Susi said tonight, 255 teams are 5 and 4. Four, I think there's four or five games tomorrow, pitting where four and four teams will get to five wins. In other words, there are going to be some five and four teams that are going to be left out, and no four and five teams are going to be left are going to get in. So Galesburg, four. who had a great time season, time wait, time. no four and five teams so are going to get in.
3: Here for weeks and weeks talking about four
2: and five teams, had, and no, but, for, I'm mad about
3: that. But
2: that's the way the. the I don't know that that's accurate. I, that's why I saw at one of his last posts uh, during the night. Was one of his posts during the night was 255 teams are at the requisite total or have qualified and um, there won't, there's there might be a couple five from four teams even left out
0: i don't have the i don't have the uh, math smarts to break it down week by week so i can't really speak intelligently about it but i do know okay, that it's been i can't speak intelligently okay. about a lot right. of things
2: here's but a,
0: I, but oh here we go we're going to okay. co- quote we're going to quote steve order. susie it
2: says this was from an hour ago the dream is about dash for four and five teams Two hundred and fifty-five teams have five or more wins. Four four-and-fours play Saturday. All
4: right. And only two hundred and fifty-six make it. Yep. So there's only one spot left. All right. So there we go. That's. I'm just annoyed that you, for the last month and a half, have brought I'm up. Not well. Years. Not just him. It's not just Everybody him.
0: There's been. It's yeah. it's been talked about across the state because no, it's, it's
3: just Stockwell. I've heard yes. nobody else. Stockwell. Stockpile. Stockpile. Stockwell's delicious. <laughs>
2: Stone
0: has been t- talked about this I week in money. the paper. Oh, man. Uh, we We're off the rails. We have derailed here, folks. All right. Thank I, you. I don't
3: Good know night. who to trust anymore. I to <laughs> <truck> <laughs> no, you stuck stock? Is I that can't. even
0: true? true? You no, know. I haven't.
3: You've
0: yeah. never trusted stock. Yeah. All right.
3: He's so mad at me right now. Look at that. To
0: him. everybody to everybody listening, <laughs> thank, thank you. And don't do it again. Thank <laughs> you.
3: Oh, oh keep doing
0: do it. Yeah, please keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Are we doing a final word here? Are we doing a final thought? Yeah. All right, we're starting with Stock. One final thought, thoughts.
2: Stock. One thought. Um, I think that it's going to be very interesting to see how far the Western Big Six goes because Montini is not going to make the playoffs, as in Bennett might not make it either. So those are two uh, losses that, that Sterling and Moline had. It could affect their seeding. And there's only going to be three Western Big Six teams, Sterling, Moline, and Rocky, that make the uh, playoffs.
4: All right. Cuff, what do you got? I'm curious to see how well Fulton does. Uh,
2: playing in the NUIC this
4: year, the amount of competition they have this year, they're a very good team. They're going to be a tough out. I see them making a deep run in the postseason.
5: I'm high on Newman. I'm excited to see what they do.
3: I like it. I like it. I'm still pumped about United. I think it's th- them and Rage are two teams that come into the postseason and Mercer County that I'm interested to see if those three teams can upset people in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know if United will be an upset because they're now six – or Mercer six County. Six and three. three, yeah. So they're going to have – So, I mean, I'm curious to see how those three teams off the top of my head do. And stocking lied throughout the last month. I have not. <laughs> Steve Susie and both – both Steve Susie
2: and Jackson Stone have been talking about four and five teams making the playoffs for, if not the last week, the last several weeks. All right. I report Badgett. what they said.
0: All right, uh, I am I'm at a, I am gonna cheat and uh, do two final thoughts. What's um, your, your,
2: your podcast. You can
4: do what you want. It's I don't. Did anyone mention Rock Ridge? He mentioned.
0: Okay, on. okay. I, I think that they're a dangerous five and four team. They'll get a tough matchup for sure. But I'm just really curious to see if they come with, you know, with a good game plan and can execute. I, I would be. It'd be crazy to see them get a win. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. And also looking at the one A. North bracket with Forreston getting the win tonight. You still have Lee Wynn in there at two losses, but Fulton's in there. Like Cuff said, I just think that one a North is going to be a gauntlet. It's going to be fun. It always is, but it, it just with the Forreston win tonight, I think it kind of shakes everything up. So that's what we got. If you're listening to this, I'm sure it's Saturday. It's well, it's already Saturday here where we're at too, technically right now, but um, tune in tonight, youtube.com slash NUIC football, We'll be breaking down the brackets live and then come Monday night, late Monday night into Tuesday morning, me and Mitch Stormer will release our podcast with a little bit of week nine, but then a big playoff preview. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This is a ton of fun. We got a ton of fun coming up in the next four, five weeks, whatever it is, heading into Thanksgiving weekend. So uh, hopefully we'll be headed to DeKalb to cover uh, one of our local teams. We will talk to you later on.